Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 25 of Spy Family. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. So now we have it, the last episode of this season, and I'm a little bit curious how they're going to handle the adaptation, just because at this point in time, you know, we already know there's going to be a second season, like that cat's out of the bag. Granted, whether or not that would be the case was not known when this was animated and recorded and all that. So... I guess my big question would be, would they sort of, like, set up a deliberate sequel hook, you know, raise a bunch of questions and not really answer them? Or are they just gonna sort of play it safe in case the adaptation didn't continue? I mean, if I had to guess, they'd probably go with the latter, but I think it would be, I guess, kind of neat if they were banking on the idea of a sequel and having been correct, that whole thing would have paid off. But that all aside, you know, things are getting interesting. There's going to be an event at Eden Academy, and as a result, a whole bunch of people are going to be making appearances. This is good for Twilight, you know, he might finally be able to make first contact with Damien's father. But, you know, that guy's a recluse, and he's also, if I recall correctly, a rather important politician. So, I'd imagine getting any kind of face-to-face -face time with him is really not going to be easy, you know? Because if he were a sociable type to begin with, he'd certainly have all kinds of security being as important as he is, you know? He wouldn't let just anyone speak to him. You know, least of all some literal who-nobody whose daughter punched his son... Not that he particularly cares about his son, but I'd imagine that whole incident was embarrassing for the family, if nothing else. So, you know, Twilight's really got his work cut out for him. You know, it's interesting that he's almost considering assassination. 
You know, that should tell you that the stakes are, if not ever-present, you know, they're certainly high to some degree. You know, fortunately, Twilight understands that Operation Strix and its goal is really to sort of have continuous interaction, you know, not not to kill the guy. At least not right now, you know, who knows in the future. So I guess even just taking into account this whole social interaction, the stakes are pretty high. Because, you know, Twilight can't risk impersonating someone else lest he act too far out of character and arouse suspicion. But if he doesn't capitalize on this opportunity, Desmond may never attend another event. So, you know, it's really an unfortunate instance of if you don't act now, you might not get another chance. But at the same time, rushing will only cause problems. So there's that little inkling of a family conflict here. You know, everybody's talking to Damien about how his older brother's an imperial scholar and how surely his father must attend for that, if nothing else. And that is true, but, you know, they don't really know that they're sort of rubbing it in that Damien's like the black sheep of the family. So based on this phone call, you know, it doesn't even seem like Damien has a particularly good relationship with his own brother. And that's kind of sad. You know, it seems like Damien is, in all regards, a bit of an afterthought here, you know. Because he sort of wants to interact with his own father, but it seems like that's a bit of a long shot, you know. So, unfortunately, Anya doesn't quite grasp the subtleties of the situation. You know, she just sort of sees this as Damien's father being a big villain. I mean, that may or may not be true, but if nothing else, he's a father to Damien. Now, it's interesting that they sort of suspect that Anya's trying to uh, get into Damien's father's good graces. I guess that's not entirely incorrect, but that's definitely not what Anya directly has in mind. So this is interesting. You know, Lloyd is walking around all disguised, and Anya can hear his thoughts. So that's, uh... That's an interesting wrinkle, because Anya doesn't really have the tact to sort of pretend she didn't hear anything.
Yeah, you know, it seems like Eden Academy is really, really going all out for security for the Imperial Scholars and their parents. I guess it makes sense that they're the sons of diplomats and politicians and captains of industry, but, you know, I'd imagine if Lloyd's going to try any funny business, things will get sticky rather quickly unless he can talk his way out. So fortunately, it would seem as though Anya is trying to salvage this plan. You know, Damien was about to cancel the meeting with his father that, you know, realistically may or may not have happened anyways. Anya's taking an interesting approach here. The idea being that she's playing off Damien's sense of pride. You know, if even Anya can show off her poor test scores to her father even if she doesn't really want to, the fact that Damien would chicken out reflects rather poorly on him. And, you know, maybe it's not a fair comparison to make, but it's certainly the type of thing that would rile Damien up into doing what they would want him to do. So I suspect this episode's going to be ripe for a little, um, a little Damien Vision montage or something, where we sort of see this interaction through Damien's eyes. You know, the first time that happened, I forget which episode it was, but that was a rather refreshing novelty. I don't think there's anything quite like that in the manga. You know, nothing quite so on the nose that, you know, hey, this kid likes Anya. But... I don't know, like, it hasn't been overused, it's been fairly reasonable. It's not exactly faithful to the adaptation, but it's like a little change I can get behind, you know? So here we have it, you know. As serious as she is about trying to help, you know, Anya's not exactly built for stakeouts. Alright, so it would seem that Twilight's doing a little bit of scheming here. He's made a replica of that little charm Anya wears on her bag. And, you know, he did it for significantly less expense. Good on him. But I'm wondering exactly what the angle is here. You know, as if to say, like, Anya wanted me to give this to you because she's shy or... I don't know. Oh, here we go. So he's pretending to look for something his daughter lost. I guess the idea being that, you know, if Damien helps, that would give Lloyd an excuse to uh, talk to his father and thank him for his son's, I don't know, like diligence in helping him find something his daughter lost. Alright, so Lloyd's really, uh, he's really pulling out all the stops, you know, thanking him, apologizing. 
I almost thought he would sort of take the approach like, oh, since you helped me, I'd like to thank your father. And Damien would, I guess, kind of see through something like that. Like, oh, this guy just wants to schmooze with my dad. And, you know, that's not exactly incorrect either. So it's interesting that Damien's father did actually decide to show up. But, yeah, I guess I was kind of right. He did show up with half a dozen security guards. You know, he really is an intimidating-looking person. I can't quite pin it down, but, like, he, he doesn't look... He doesn't look all there, you know? So back at HQ, you know, they're they're sort of latching onto the idea that with all these very important people at the reunion, you know, why is only Twilight the only person there gathering intel? And, you know, that seems kind of reasonable, I guess, but the handler makes, I guess, the reasonable point that if you're not experienced like Twilight is, you will very quickly be caught and then tortured. And I guess that's something, you know, you really should consider. It would reflect very poorly for a bunch of agents to be captured. And if Twilight is the cream of the crop, as has been stated multiple times, then, you know, he'll be fine. He'll be up to it. Alright, so this is an interesting little detail. It would seem as though Desmond becoming a recluse was more of a recent development. You know, seeing as how he's made public appearances and written books and done all that stuff before, you know, there is stuff to learn about him, but for one reason or another, he's decided that, you know, maybe public life isn't for him. Oh dear. So, whether or not he's truly busy, he did know about what happened with Lloyd and Anya, or Damien and Anya, rather, but, you know, he didn't really do anything about it. It's interesting that he's so forgiving, but Lloyd and Damien are sort of arguing the same point here that, you know, maybe sorry isn't quite enough. So there's a very complex web of goals conflicting here. You know, because Damien, he feels that his father doesn't really care. Lloyd doesn't want to press the issue too much, lest he appear 
too persistent and therefore blow his cover. Now, it's rather unfortunate that everybody sort of immediately sympathizes with Loy. It's like, yeah, your daughter's kind of eccentric, dude. And I wonder if Lloyd is sort of pursuing this line of conversation to prick Desmond a bit. To try and, like, get him to react. Wow, that's a rather harsh thing to say that, you know, your children are basically blood-related strangers. I guess that sort of gives indication into how Desmond thinks. Man, you know, I'd imagine Damien's not going to take too kindly to that. You know, one of the things I really do like about Spy Family is that it does present children as reasonably perceptive. You know, like, kids aren't stupid. They don't know things, but that's not a function of their intelligence. Like, little kids are surprisingly perceptive of things, especially if you... Well, basically, you underestimate them and think they won't understand, you know. Kids can pick up on stuff. And Damien has already sort of presented himself to be rather sharp. That whole thing about blood-related strangers... Like, that's gotta cut deep, even if the full weight isn't apparent to him right now. Okay, so Lloyd is telling lies. I was going to say, that's an interesting little wrinkle that Anya was so moved by his report, but, you know, Lloyd is just sort of spinning a yarn. It's also kind of interesting that Lloyd is basically, I don't know, trying to uh, make Damien appear better in the eyes of his father. I feel like he's almost kind of overstepping his bounds here by suddenly sort of dragging politics into this, you know. It's a bit of a risky move. You know, I'm wondering if the idea here is to sort of appear as novel and eccentric to sort of, like, get Desmond's attention here. It's like, you know, hey, I'm an interesting person that you might want to talk to later, or something like that. Oh, there we have it, Damien Vision, you know. Anya's a contrarian. Don't mention this conversation we had. Man. Speaking of contrarians, you know, 
It would seem as though uh, Anya isn't the only one. Yeah, well, now all that matter with the strangers out of the way, I guess, uh, Damien can finally tell his father what was so important. And, you know, it seems as though he doesn't really have anything to say. You know, at least were it not for, uh, Anya's intervention. Well, you know, that's a pretty big accomplishment, getting one whole Stella star. You know, you what, need eight to become an Imperial Scholar? And if he's got one so far, that's, you know, something to be rewarded. Now that, I think, is especially interesting that Desmond says coming to the Academy was just a whim. I wonder what precisely he could have meant by that. You know, especially considering what we already know, that he doesn't really come out of hiding. Well, I guess if nothing else, you know, Lloyd has made a bit of progress. He has materially improved Damien's life, and, you know, maybe that little conversation will help Plan B along. It's a pretty solid victory, no matter how you look at it. Oh dear, poor Anya. You know, she intended help, but she just sort of fell asleep and stayed asleep. I guess it's nice in a way that she's not overly concerned with everything that's going on. You know, stress does the body harm. And I would think that that's sort of one of Lloyd's chief goals here, not to overly stress children out with the worries of the world.
Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. See you, Space Cowboy.